0: That's, that's a record right there.
1: What? What's a record, James? The, the shortest amount of time that you made the show awesome.
0: Uh. <laughs> no. Shortest amount of time that you interrupted everything and brought the whole
1: fucking thing to a steaming halt. Steaming halt, James.
0: All right. Danger, everybody. Episode 179. Sort of a big deal.
1: Oh, my God, James. You say they're all big deals.
0: Yeah. Everything I do is a big deal. Because if it isn't, that means I'm just wasting my life. And I have to label everything as a big deal to make myself feel validated. How's it going, everybody? The Danger Hour is back. I'm your fancy fuck host, James Danger. Jamesy Poo, if you'd like to be less formal. uh, Although, I wouldn't prefer that one. You know what? You ever make a nickname for yourself and then regret it down the road? That's one of them. Jamesy Poo. It was just as a dumb joke on the Facebooks, and then uh, it stuck, and now people call me Mr. Poo. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. I've had a lot of nicknames throughout my life. This one is probably... that's still a good nickname, but uh, it's sort of annoying. I'll just say that. Uh, Guess what, everybody? Last show, I talked about the death of Batman. (laughs) No! If you don't know what I'm talking about, you should probably go back and listen to that one. Yeah, it's decent. Uh, I won't lie to you. It's an okay show. I thought it was great, James. Oh, of course you did. It's a giant kiss-ass. Yes, please. No. What, why do you got to be creepy all the time?
1: I, I, I'm just... I'm being silly, James. That's all. I'm just making jokes for the comedy show. That's all, James. Just, just making jokes.
0: No, you're not, dude. If I pulled down my pants right now... And told you to kiss my ass. I bet you would jump on that.
1: You you would try that, James?
0: Yeah, you know what? I'm going to do it right now. Okay? I'm going to pull down my pants and you can kiss my ass. All right? I'm not going to do it, James. I promise. Okay, we'll see. Here we go. I'm standing up now. Here's the zipper going down. Here they come.
1: Go on. Go on. Kiss it. Go on. Oh, my God.
0: I can't believe you did that.
1: I don't know. That wasn't my lips, James. It was, it was just my fingers. I was just pretending like I did it.
0: Then why are you licking your lips right now?
1: Oh, my God, James. I'm going to sit over here for a bit. just Just carry on with the show, James.
0: Oh, my God. Your nipples are hard.
1: James! Don't talk to me like that. I'm just going to sit up here. James, just continue with the show. I'll be back.
0: <sighs> that was oddly, uh... Oddly erotic. Oh, my God, James! I knew it! No, 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 no. I was just... I was just kidding now. Let's, uh... Let's just move it along, everybody. Let's just move it along. So, uh, anyways. Batman's dead. <laughs> this week... Well, today, actually, there's a a story that was uh, posted yesterday, August 7th. No, 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 that's not true. No, today's August 25th. (laughs) Which, by my math skills, would make yesterday, August 24th. The story was put out yesterday about something that happened on August 7th. Wow, what a horrible news anchor I'd be, huh? (laughs) Everybody... I uh, want to apologize for my misinformation. (laughs) Anyway, so here's the deal. Batman died last week. This week, something else died. Another fearsome predator in the nighttime. That's right. I'm talking, of course, about a grizzly bear. Oh, my God, James. Who cares? Uh. (laughs) Okay, fine. I'll, I'll accept that. Some people don't give a shit about animals, but uh, it's interesting because of the circumstances. This bear is from Yellowstones, the Yellowstones of uh, Wyoming's, Montana's, and Idaho's. I was just there in June. If you uh, listen to the show, you know all about it. If you don't, um, I can't say enough nice, great things about that place. It's fucking... I'll say, like I've said it to different people, I mean, how was it? If you had to pick one word to describe the Yellowstones, magic.
1: Oh my God, James, there's like magicians and card tricks and stuff and like clowns and stuff.
0: No, no. The place is magical. You know, there's just wildlife all over the place. It's a fucking volcano. (laughs) Underneath all that land. So as you're driving down roads, you'll look off into the distance or to the left or the right, and you just see the ground steaming. It's fucking crazy. I mean, there's a, uh, what do you call those things? Uh, prismatic springs, hot springs, all that shit. It's just, it's fucking crazy to see this is like a real place and there's wild animals all over. And everywhere you look, it's it's like all the imagery can be put on a goddamn calendar, you know? It's just the, anyway, you've all heard it, if not, Go check that one out. Fucking place is great. But it's also very wild and dangerous. So uh, you got to be careful, everybody. So this bear was killed because the bear killed a man on August 7th. Uh, Some dude that was hiking by himself, a 63-year-old man from Montana's. Now, here's the deal. I think it was early. He was hiking by himself. And uh, it says, there are clear rules that the Yellowstone National Park uh, puts into uh, action so to protect the visitors, blah, 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 blah. When you enter the park, they give you a packet and uh, some newspapers with some uh, important information on how to approach the wildlife and, and, and detailed information on how to protect yourself. Blah, 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 right? They basically said it's this guy's fault that he was killed by a bear. And, uh, I have to, I have to agree, you know, it is the bear's home (laughs) and you're just some dickhead walking through it. So, okay. So allegedly there's a giant grizzly bear with two cubs. This dude's prancing around through the woods and, uh, the mother, you know, doesn't like that too much. Not one bit. So, uh, she... Decides to do something about it and chase this motherfucker down and rip him to shreds and partially ate him. Not the first time it's happened. I think uh, from my vast research in the last three minutes, (laughs) there were two other deaths in 2011 in Yellowstone by bears. Same deal. Mother bear with cubs. One of them was this couple, some Japanese couple from, I think, Torrance, California. California. And uh, the same thing, man. They're taking this, a stroll in the morning time in the backwoods and uh, came across. I think they were 100 yards away from this bear and her and their cubs. And they started running. And if any of you out there know about dogs, it's like as soon as you run, they're going to chase you. It's like you're asking for it. And they're running and they're screaming, ah! right? Help me! The bear's like, this, is, this one's done. Done deal. I got these fucking people. And they're old and Japanese, so you know. They're used to running away from stuff and getting killed from big creatures. Uh, Godzilla, yep. We all thought about it. Anatomic bombs. All those things. That's what they run away from, but they never get away. They always get taken down. <laughs> so, anyhow. This even happened to some other dude uh, walking alone by himself, too, in the morning. Uh, oh, the wife, by the way, the wife lived because she dropped and played dead five yards away from her husband. You see that? Classic. You're taking my husband. I played dead over here. I'm a I'm, I'm dead. Don't look at me. You eat him. That's right. Eat him. I live. He die. It's okay. So, so the bear killed the dude. The woman played dead. She The bear picked her up by her backpack and dropped her. I guess the lesson to learn here is wear a backpack and uh, lay in your stomach, on your tummy, your tum-tums. So when the bear comes and grabs your ass by your backpack, you know, it's not grabbing you. (laughs) And play dead, and that's all you got to do. So here is why all these people have died. It's their fault, by the way, because they did not follow the rules. And everybody, we all know the rules are there. Not to annoy you, okay, but to save you. All the rules ever in the history of anything is to save you. Don't you understand that? It's there, to, it's there for your concern, your safety and concern and well-being. So here's what the rule they didn't follow. Bear spray. Take your bear spray when you go hiking. That's right. so simple. That's all you got to do is bring bear spray and you'll be safe. Bear spray, if you don't know what it is, Is like pepper spray or mace, but it's like 100 times stronger. And uh, here's the thing. I've been to Yellowstones, like I told you. The reason why these people are not carrying this shit is because it's fucking expensive. Hey, Yellowstone, how about you drop the price of your fucking bear spray and then more people will live? How about that? And of course, every time a bear kills somebody, they got to kill that bear. Because they can't have that. No. Because uh, once the bear gets the taste for human blood and it uh, understands that it can take out certain issues on their lands, well, then (laughs) the Pandora's box will be open, so to speak. So they got to take that shit out and eliminate that that behavior before it uh, increases. So there you go. Where bear sp- or where Take bear spray with you, everybody. If you're going to go hiking in the backwoods of Yellowstones or anywhere crazy wild. Yeah, I think it was like $60, $70 bucks for one of those cans of bear spray. How about you rent them to people, Yellowstones? Yes, and I know I'm saying stones because I like it. I like being like an old man. Yeah, those Yellowstones are nice. So uh, why, why don't you rent cans out? And if people don't use them... You give them their money back, or you know, not even that, just a, just a, a, a less of a fee than buying a whole fucking can. I know what they're in the, they're in to make money. and maybe every death that happens will increase their bear spray sales. Fuck, maybe they're the ones killing people and saying it was a bear. That's the perfect crime. Kill some dude out in the woods and then say, oh yeah, it was a bear, but we got the bear. Yep, we got him all right. Took care of that problem. It's all a scam, everybody. I just uncovered it. You see, if I talk about anything long enough, I will break it all down and see the fraud that's behind it. Yellowstone conspiracy. They're killing people to increase their bear spray sales. Oh my God. What is the world coming to? I'm happy with that. I think I saved a lot of you. I'm not really sure how I saved you. If they want you dead, they're going to kill you. You know what? Let's just move on. (laughs) That's kind of fucked up, though. killed the bear. (sighs) Oh, well. What are you going to do? I can barely believe that one.
1: Oh, my God, James. You tried that joke on a different show. Yeah,
0: I know. I know. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm not really in the mood to do a show today. Could you tell? I don't have my usual oomph. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's, uh, it's convenient for me time-wise, but I'm not, really, I'm not feeling it, bro. You know, My kids are in a soccer right now practice, and uh, I told you we have, I have a deal with my wife. One day, I get to do what I want, and you take the kids to practice. The other day, I'll take them, and you do what you want. Extracurricular activities. But you know what? I really needed to do this show today. Yesterday, I was being a fucking asshole. I just get in these cunty moods, and this show is like therapy for me. It just relieves stress. Maybe I should do these shows on Monday because Mondays are no good for me, everybody. I turn into the giantest cunt of the week on Mondays. Do you too, everybody? Is it, is it like just going back to work on Mondays or something? I don't know. Could be. Yeah, I was very cunty. You know what it was? I went to bed late, you know, and then I had a long day at work, and I come home, and I'm just fucking tired and grouchy, and it's like, we
2: got to do this. Are we got to do that. It's like, no, I don't want to fucking do anything.
0: I don't want to do anything. I want to sit here and watch that there will be blood. Which I did for 10 minutes until I got nagged at.
3: We gotta go now. Uh, You're drinking my milkshake. You're drinking it up.
0: Sorry. But I'm not sorry. That's a good fucking movie, man. Uh, I sat down and watched the rest of it. last. Well, not all of it. Most of it last night. After the kids went to bed. I went to bed late again today. I don't remember my fucking life. Every fucking morning I wake up and I'm so tired and exhausted. I'm like, oh God. As soon as I come home today, I'm just going to go to bed and sleep the whole day and night. But it never happens. I get home and it's like, I want to stay up all night. <laughs> and then about 10 or 11 o'clock, I'm like, fuck. What have I done? It's an endless cycle. that keeps repeating. Yeah, I got I to gotta wake up at 4.20 by the way. Oh.
1: you're such a bitch
0: yes I know you know what I hear myself whining on this fucking show and I sound like the biggest fucking baby and I bet a lot of you are like dude shut up <laughs> that's just life man suck it up it helps me get the stuff off my chest and whine and bitch and moan you know why I've told you why what's the what's the purpose of venting You've got a fire inside of you, burning inside of you. You need that fume and the exhaust from that fire to come out somehow, or else it's just gonna build up inside. That's what venting's all about. Once you let all the fucking smoke out of the, oh, let it all out. You're good. You released. So this is my way. I can bitch at you, and you take all my negative energy, and uh, and it goes into your life, and it comes out of mine. So in a way, I'm just uh, I'm helping you help me. <laughs> All right, anyway, oh, I got a serious question totally unrelated. I've been thinking about getting a new truck. No, I'm not thinking about it. I am going to get a new truck at some point this year. Probably at the end of the year. New truck, everybody. Uh, I've had a lot of cars. None of them were ever my dream car. They just uh, served the purpose that I needed them to serve at the point uh, at the time, sorry. This latest one, my kids are outgrowing it. You know, they're getting fucking big and this thing's getting smaller and smaller. We Going camping into Yellowstones and a little Honda Civic. (laughs) It was a fucking pain in the ass. So I need a truck. That's what I need. That's going to be it. My last vehicle. I'm done. I'm done buying vehicles after this one, apparently. It's probably a lie. I'm just saying I'm going to pay that one off. I'm not going to trade it in after a few years. This is going to be it. This is the one, everybody. I finally found the one. What I want is a toyota tacoma trd a double cab deal that's what i want now i've been thinking about getting it in black okay because black's like my thing you know because i'm dark like Coraline. <laughs> fuck you leto but uh you know i've been looking i've been seeing these trucks drive by all the time while i'm out, <laughs> out in a boot, and the black ones are nice but there's no contrast you know it's just all the same color. And it just, it doesn't really pop. And uh, black looks bad after a while because you see all the swirl marks in the paint. Then my wife told me something very important that I took into consideration. Because I was set on black, I was it, I was done. Black is the way I'm going. I've never had a black vehicle, I'm gonna get one now. The vehicle's gonna be black, black as the night. Like Batman. And she's like, <laughs> you shouldn't get a black one, why? Why shouldn't I get it? Why do you want to crush my dreams this time? Because it's, it's too hot. It and I'm storms all the heat. It's going to be hotter. I was like, fuck, that's a good point. And that is a good point. And it's, it's been getting hotter here in California, everybody. Unfucking bearable So I was thinking about getting a white truck. Now, here's the point. Why to bring this all up. Not just kill time, although that too. <laughs> I was once with this guy... And he was just shitting on guys with white trucks, saying it's fucking gay for a guy to buy a white truck. Now, I don't know. Th- I, is this a thing? I'm asking for your help. Email me, thedangerhour at yahoo.com. Do you know anything about this? Is this, is this a thing? Now, I've heard uh, like Peterson.
1: Peterson? Son?
0: Like, he wears white pants and that's supposed to be gay because it means you want anal sex. But, you know, that's his thing. Fine. I don't care. But is it a, is it a thing for guys if you buy a white truck like, oh, that guy's fucking gay? Because <laughs> I've never heard anyone else say besides this guy. Is this guy just weird? But he was, like, very set on this notion. Like, you know what? Because I'm like, why? I didn't really get into it too much because like, <laughs> I secretly wanted a white truck a little bit. But more mostly black. But I really like the way it looks in white he goes because man what kind of guy buys a white truck like for real though and i was like uh i guess i was like why why is he saying that is this a thing <laughs> i put a post up uh, post i put a post on the facebook and uh, everyone wrote back saying no it's not it's not gay at all except this one guy called me that, that everything i do is gay so it doesn't matter I think that was fail. But hey, how about you guys let me know, everybody. How about some listener feedback interaction? Is buying a white truck as a man gay? I'll be waiting anxiously for your emails. TheDangerHour at Yahoo.com All right. Once again, it's time for the brand new segment that's sweeping the nation. Uh, You know, As you all know, I'm an artist. (laughs) And I like to support my fellow artists in the arts. So I've hired this actor named uh, Sir Charles Whitmore. He's out of Oxford, uh, England. He's a well-established actor with a a whole lot of awards, accolades, and uh, experience in uh, playing many different characters over a course of many different years. Lots of plays and whatnot. Uh, Anyways, this guy's a real deal. And, you know, CGI has taken over the industry, so I'm trying to give back. Not too many acting jobs around these days. So, uh, you know, I've, I've hired him to read stuff Whatever I want him to read, and he, and he does it for a, for a minimal fee. Uh, who am I kidding? It's uh, pretty expensive. But I think it's well worth it, so uh, it's my way to give back. So here we go. Sir Charles Whitmore reads stuff. Always follow the instructions in the condom pack.
3: Check the expiry date on the condom wrapper before you use it. Tear the wrapper open from the serrated edge and handle the condom carefully as it can be damaged by fingernails and sharp objects like jewelry and body piercings. Either of you can put the condom on the erect penis just to make sure you put the condom on before you have sexual activity. This helps to prevent any unplanned pregnancy and the possibility of catching sexually transmitted infections. Check that the roll is on the outside, and if it's on the inside, the condom is inside out. Squeeze the teeth of the condom so there's no air trapped inside. Still squeezing the tip, put that condom on top of the penis and roll it down with your other hand. If it starts to roll back up during sex, just roll it back down again straight away. If it comes off, stop and put a new condom on. Soon after ejaculation or while the penis is still erect the condom shall be held firmly in place at the base of the penis before withdrawal. Then just take it off, wrap it in a tissue and put it in the bin, but please do not flush it down the toilet.
0: Unseen. Wow, I mean, how are you going to argue with that as uh, wasting money? I think not everybody. Support your local actors. Hire them to say some cool stuff. Okay, let's move on now with a little something I like to call Stranger Danger.
3: People are strange when you're a stranger.
0: All right, thank you, Jim Morrison. That was lovely. Stranger Danger is a segment in which I just put together a bunch of weird stuff, just to group it together, you know? <laughs> anyway, so uh, here's the first story. Oh, boy. So, have you ever heard of this thing? Pa- uh, Paolo
2: Porporas.
0: Paolo Porpora? I've never heard of that fucking person. Painting? He's a painter, I guess? <laughs> Paolo Porpora. There's a painting called "Flowers." Ah, uh, it's three to four hundred years old, valued at one point five million dollars. Okay, it's on display in Taiwan now. There's a video on the interwebs of uh, <laughs> there's this fat Asian kid. He's walking. He looks like a fucking idiot. He's a twelve year old boy. And he's holding some kind of drink, some kind of fast food drink, or maybe like some kind of boba drink. And he's walking along, not really paying attention. He fucking, it looks weird how he does it, but he bumps into this, the little, I don't know if it's a seat. No, it's like a little barrier for the painting. It's like uh, down by your, your, uh, you know, your shins. He bumps into it and he falls and his fucking hand goes through the painting and rips a hole. $1.5 million painting, approximately three to 400 years old. (laughs) All right. One thing. Why are you letting kids walk around this joint with these expensive, priceless masterpieces, right? Second thing. I'm blaming the art exhibit or whatever, the museum place, whatever it is. I'm blaming them. You got to know that there's a lot of fucking retards out there. Alright, yeah, he's a kid. But still. They have, like, these shitty little velvet rope things. And it's really short. You know, and, and it's not much of a barrier from, the, from someone a, able to touch this painting. Obviously, since the kid's 12. And he just tripped a little bit. And to get his balance, he put his hand through this fucking thing. Wouldn't you know better if you had that kind of art? Like, okay, we better... Put this behind glass? You know, at least... Okay, fine. I get it. What if I want to see the painting without reflections? All right. Yeah, you got a good point. At least have it a little farther away that you can't fucking touch it if you fall. (laughs) I mean, what if somebody wanted to damage this thing? You're not protecting it very much. If a 12-year-old can fucking trip and, and touch it and put a hole through it, that's on you, dickheads. He's just a dumb kid that fell over. Big, goofy kid. This is on you. It's your fault. You should have taken better precautions. If anything, put up a, a sturdy, you know, uh, rail or whatever you want to call it to block assholes from falling. <laughs> this can't be a new thing. This can't be the first time someone's tripped and put their hand through a fucking priceless painting. I I highly doubt that. Of course the kid's a fucking idiot. He's not paying attention. You can see he's like... Just walking around, not even paying attention to anything. (laughs) But it's on you, museum. Or whatever the hell you were. Exhibit people. I can't believe that shit. And now you're like, oh my god. Look at this kid. He ruined this perfectly good painting. It's priceless. No, you did with your incompetence. You know, we got, we've got all the information that we need at our fingertips. And it seems like people are getting smarter, but doesn't it also seem like they're getting dumber? To a certain extent. Or is it always like that? Is there always going to be the smart ones and the dumb ones? Because I, I, I don't know. It seems like kids nowadays are pretty fucking smart and they're, they're on top of things. I mean my kids are more advanced than I was I think at their age. They got they got more difficult homework, they got more of it too. But uh Jesus Christ. I mean still a lot of fucking idiots out there. <laughs> oh man. Maybe you know what you know what it is? I think maybe it's because we have access to the world now so we can see that there's more idiots out there. That's probably what it is. We just have access. They were always there before. We just weren't aware of them. But now we are, and uh, museums out there. If you want to protect stuff, how about you think about all the dumb things that idiot people can do? Oh, some dumb kid might be walking here with a cup and fall over. We better take that into account. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> oh man, That poor kid. I wonder what happens about that. I wonder if the, uh, I mean, the painting's got to have insurance, right? Like they, they can't come after the parents. What are they going to do? You owe us money to fix this thing. Nah. Just a dumb kid. How about you don't let kids in there at all? They don't need to learn about art. (laughs) They can see it on the computers. Oh, man. I'm becoming what I'm fighting against. Nah. I mean, that's a... And and that painting's pretty whatever, by the way.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God, James. You just don't understand the use of the colors, James, back then. It was really remarkable, James. I mean, in my studies class, I really learned that.
0: Nah, no one cares. Nobody cares. Art appreciation. Go fuck yourself. Just get away from me. Just don't let dumb kids in. You should just have, uh, you should analyze people when they walk in the museum. Just ask them a few questions. If they seem pretty fucking dumb, I think it's obvious to tell within a few questions. Like, hi, how are you? Huh? You talking to me? Nope. Sorry, you can't come in here. Or if they're, you know what, I started to say it. If they're Asian and they don't speak any English. Well, I mean, this was in Taiwan. I guess this is uh, for American stuff. And you have to, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You have to discriminate. I've seen Asians do some stupid shit and blame it on, oh, I didn't know. Or I don't know the language. I don't know the rules. When there's clearly signs displayed with pictures of shit not to do. And they do it anyway. I'm telling you. And if you go drive around the streets, you'll see them break more rules. I, I, I'm just hating on the Asians, but it, you know, I'm sorry, Raven. Shout out to Raven. She hates when I bash the Asians. <laughs> it seems like Asians are the ones that look, like, oh, oh, sorry. Did not know. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't have nice paintings in Asian countries, huh? Think about that, art people. I'm <laughs> just kidding. All right, relax. Send your hate mail to uh, Lido at Lido.com. Uh, okay, next up. <laughs> oh, boy. More dumb people, it seems. Well, I guess you can say this guy's dumb. Some dude got drunk as shit. And he, uh, he goes home. I don't know how he got there. I'm guessing he probably drove. He goes home. Maybe he walked. I don't fucking know. He goes home and he goes to his apartment. And, he's, and his key is not working in his door. And he's like, what the fuck? Why isn't this shit working? He keeps trying, keeps trying, he's getting frustrated, gets pissed off. you know how it goes. you're drunk and shit's not going your way. <laughs> this dude winds up kicking down kicking the door in his front door or so he thought it was his front door. you all saw where this was going and inside the guy that lives there was you know he's obviously scared and what the fuck? someone's coming in he jumps up. meanwhile, the drunk guy thinks there's someone in his house. he starts fighting the dude) <laughs> And that dude winds up able to uh, hold the drunk guy down. I think there might have been a neighbor or something. Maybe someone else was in the, in the house with him. Tells him to call the cops while he holds the guy down. The dude winds up passing out while he's holding him down. And the cops show up and he's all <laughs> done. <laughs> ah. I've done some stupid shit while I've been drunk. But uh, nothing like that where I... How do you not know that you're... How do you not know it's your house? Unless you're... Okay, well, I mean, I get it. I've been to some apartment complexes where everything looks the same. So that could be it. But uh, whew, I'll tell you real quick. I've already told all these stories before, but I'm episode 179, so I'm going to recycle some shit. And I got I a feeling there's a couple new listeners, by the way. There's been a lot of dumb shit I've done while drinking. One of the dumbest is I worked at a bar. I got out extremely late, like four in the morning and I'm fucking starving because I didn't have any, there's no breaks, you know, I'm the, uh, by the way, I'm the only one working there. So I was the security guard, the bartender, uh, everything all alone working at a bar. I didn't have time to go take a lunch break. So it'd be hours. I wouldn't eat anything. And, uh, and I'd be drinking. So (laughs) So some extra hunger, I go to McDonald's afterwards because it's the only fucking thing open and i get in the drive through there's like a line of cars at that late too it was like 3 something that late and there's still a line of cars I'm like fuck i order whatever i order and i'm waiting in line next thing you know i wake up and there's nobody in front of me there's no one behind me and i'm like oh fuck how long have i been i had no idea what time it was no concept of time how much time had passed and i got scared because i mean there's only two things that are happening these people are laughing at me and it's only been a few minutes and they're like, what the fuck is this guy doing? They could probably see me. Or they're like, dude, we can't have this guy sitting here. I'm going to call the fucking cops and get him out of here. So I didn't wait around. I didn't ask any questions. I just took off as quick as I could and I drove home. I fell asleep in the drive-thru. <laughs> oh, real quick, another dumb thing. Dude, the bar has a lot of dumb stories. One time it was so late and I was drunk again because people, you know, I'd be drinking with people. I was alone, having a good time. That's And some nights where there were some shitty ass people playing music and I'd have to drink just to get through the night because goddamn, ugh, there's some uh, really bad acts out there. So anyways, one night I was so fucking trashed. I'm driving. All I got to do is it's like a it's like not even a mile to the freeway. All I got to do is make one left turn and then I'm on the freeway on ramp. So I'm sitting at the light, and the light's taking forever. You ever been at the intersection, and it just skips you? This happened a few times. It just kept skipping me. It's like, what the fuck? And so there's no one around, but I didn't feel like running it, because what if there was a cop and that comes at that last second, you know? So I'm just sitting the whole time, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to back up and try to, like, you know, get this signal thing going. What I didn't know is some dickhead was right behind me and right up on my ass, so I couldn't see him in my mirror. I couldn't see the lights because he was so close to my fucking back bumper that I just did not see him in a black car. And I put it in reverse and I back up. Poof, I hit the guy. Fuck. And I get so scared because I'm so shit faced. All of a sudden, light turns green. Of course. I drive. And there's a gas station right there on the corner. I pull in the, the station and some black dude gets out. Man, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, shit. Here we go. I'm done. Dead meat. Not because of him, but because I'm so trashed and he's going to fucking rat me out. So I get out. And what I want to say is, oh, hey, man, I'm sorry. You know, I was at the light forever and I was trying to trip the sensor just to uh, change the light. I didn't know you were behind me, but what came out was, oh, man, I'm sorry. I was trying to trip the sensor, man. Uh, You know, uh," And he looked at me like, you fucking idiot. I was slurring like a maniac. He looked at his car. He had no damage on his car. And he had one of those, like, license plate, you know, like it comes off the bumper, that big, thick plastic. He had one of those things and it dented my bumper, but uh, barely. And he just, he's like, man. And then he gets in the car and his fucking his, his girlfriend, this black chick, shaking her head at me as they drive away, like, mm, mm, mm. Those are just a couple of dumb stories, everybody. There's a whole lot more where that came from. That's all I'll tell you this time. (laughs) Yeah, so this dude, yeah, oh, man, what a story he's going to tell. Breaks down the wrong door. Fights the guy that lives there because (laughs) he thinks he's breaking into his. (laughs) All right, next up. Oh, boy. There was this guy in the news recently. Strange. (laughs) He, uh, He got a tattoo, everybody. Nothing special. Nothing new, right? Everyone gets tattoos. That's a big deal nowadays. It's totally fine. But this guy uh, didn't consult his wife about this tattoo first. He just went out and did it. He spent 1,000 pounds. So I guess he's in some kind of European country. <laughs> European on my leg. <laughs> so he spends a 1,000 pounds. He comes home. Shows his wife. Oh, look at this new... <laughs> Look at this new tattoo I got, sweetheart. And she looks at it.
1: What the fuck is it? What What'd you do to your boy, you son of a
0: bitch? No, I don't know. So basically, this dude gets a fucking tattoo of a dick. (laughs) And if he's wearing shorts, he got the tattoo like it's hanging down out of his shorts. Fucking funny, okay? Don't get me wrong. It is a funny tattoo. Hilarious tattoo. It makes it look like his dick's all huge, you know? But his wife did not think it was funny at all. She kicks the dude out of their house. You know, like, you're fucking done. <laughs> you're out of here. And they've got two kids. Like, you can't take your kids swimming. Like, you can't spend time with your kids until you get rid of that fucking thing. Which seems a little bit overkill because you can just put some, sh- some long shorts or just pants on. But... <laughs> But uh it, it was I saw the photo of this thing. It looked like it was pretty pretty far down his you know, past his mid thigh. So I don't know if the dude likes to wear like those old fashioned 70s style shorts, but uh
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah, she was pretty mad, as you uh, might might imagine. Can you imagine this fucking guy? Like let's say you just you're walking through the store and this guy's wearing shorts and his and he's got that dick tattoo hanging out. I mean, it is funny, but when do you go too far with tattoos? I don't know about that one. I heard some dude like it was on uh, it was posted on the interwebs. Some guy commented like, "Oh, that wife's a bitch. Fuck her. He can do whatever he wants with his body." <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, sure, it's your body, but I mean, uh, if you're if you're married. I mean, yeah, you can do what you want, but to a certain extent, I mean, what if your girl got a tattoo of a giant dick on the inside of her thigh (laughs) going up towards her ass or whatever or somewhere else? I don't know. Yeah. What about that? Would you be happy about that? Huh, dickhead? Well, it's her body. She can do what she wants. Nah, there's a line. If you're married, dude, come on. can't be making decisions like that. I'm going to get a tattoo hanging down on the my mid-thigh. <laughs> it's my body. I don't fucking care. Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know, man. If my wife did something like that, like if she got some really tasteless, taste, what? Yeah, is that a tasteless <laughs> tattoo? Would I leave her for that? Oh, man. Depends on what it is. Yeah, if it was like a, if she got like a swastika. <laughs> that might be kind of cool actually those are those that's a pretty cool looking logo i have to admit
1: oh my god james you hate stuff
0: no i don't hate stuff well i do hate stuff but i don't hate uh i don't hate the jews or the gays or the gypsies or the blacks i don't hate those people or the or the dark skins (laughs) well some of them (laughs) but i've said it before and i'll say it again that hitler man he really knew how to uh didn't really knew how to have some imagery behind his uh, behind his beliefs. All that stuff. The uniforms were good. the The Iron Eagle uh, logo. That's a really fucking nice one. Yeah, the SS looks really cool. This guy was on it. Well, wow, I just I totally just got into a whole Hitler thing, huh? Instead of uh, keeping my eye on the prize about my wife's swastika tattoo. Yeah, if she got a swastika, I'd probably still stay with her. She just can't show. I mean, it's a really cool looking design. All right, let's move on to the next story. Uh, last one, a stranger danger. This happened to me. I went to this uh, public park bathroom the other day because uh, I work out in the streets. And when I got to pee, I got to find a place. Now, this is a good neighborhood, everybody. Good neighborhood. I'm talking like upper, like, uh, you know, half a million dollar homes and higher. Probably, probably even more than that. Half a million to, to one million dollar homes in these areas. Nice park, fancy times. A lot of hills and shit. Just happened to be in that area, so I stop. I know this park already. It's the one I frequent when I gotta pee if I'm in that area. And so I uh, I happen to go into the park parking lot. There happens to be quite a bit of cars in that parking lot, but you know, a few people there hanging out. Whatever, midday. That's fine. Make my way to the bathroom, and as soon as I walk in, there's no door or anything. Just you know, you know, you know, park bathrooms. You just walk right in there's this fucking naked old guy all right well he's not complete he's in tiny little underwear, but he's fucking besides that he's naked and he's wearing uh <laughs> some like loafers <laughs> and the dude is bathing in the fucking sink, okay he's got shampoo bottles like uh he's got a few bottles like conditioner. He's got a whole thing going on here. And he's like, hey, how's it going? Like, nothing is wrong. Like, it's perfectly acceptable behavior to be bathing in a goddamn public park bathroom. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Christ. So, I, you know, I go take my piss. It's awkward because, you know, he's, like, right there. Still washing himself. And once I finish, he, he moves his... I don't know. He didn't move his stuff. He just, like... He kinda of pushed his shampoo bottles out of the way, these little tiny bottles. Okay, there there you go. You can you the sink. And I'm thinking, Great, thanks, buddy. While well, he's got his fucking his dirty bath water in there. <laughs> so I just like, you know, I'm quickly just scrubbing my hands real as quick as I can. And he's like Then he tries to make conversation with me. Hey, so what's going on outside, man? There's uh, some construction going on, huh? Like, so, yeah, there is so when's that gonna clear up? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I just walk out so fucking weird what is wrong with people i talked to someone else the other day and they told me they saw an old guy bathing in the fucking in in the sink in some bathroom is this an old guy thing i don't understand he seemed like he was in he didn't seem like a homeless guy nothing like that i don't get it i just don't get everybody
1: right
0: All right, speaking of homeless real quick,
3: <coughs> um,
0: you know what? I've talked about this before too, but this seems to be a real epidemic going on, people. Homeless. I'm not fucking around. Every weekend, it seems like there's different people hanging out in the city that I live in. There's, this, uh, there's, there's a couple intersections on the way to the freeway on-ramp, and there's always like different people Standing at this one busy intersection. I never see the same people twice. How the fuck are there this many homeless people? All of a sudden, it seems. I don't get it, dude. Every week it's someone different. It's all got to be bullshit, right? It's got to be a scam. I mean, you've all heard, heard the stories that they follow these people and they get dropped out by vans and they dirty their faces up and shit and try to look as pathetic as possible. And I guess you can make some decent money. But I mean, I don't know, dude. I'm all up for helping some people out. But it seems like it, it's just tainting it for the rest of these people. Like, how do you know? And I've heard the argument, just give to your fellow man whether it's, uh, whether they're scamming you or not. The fact of you giving, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's good enough and it'll come back around to you. Not that that's why you should give because you shouldn't expect anything in return. Right? Right. <laughs> But uh, it's not on, it's pretty much, it's not on you, whether they're scamming or not. You know, you're still doing the kind deed if, to uh, your fellow human. So just do it anyway. But I don't know. I can't. I don't want to be swindled, everybody. I don't like that. I don't like being taken advantage of. You know what? Homeless people should, should have, like, you know, identification. So you can see that they're actually homeless. Like, I don't know. Show me your, uh, like, what can we call it here? Uh, show me your street card. <laughs> and they show it to you. And it's like, all right, this checks out. It's got the official seals and whatnot. Here's your money. Yeah, that's what we should get. Street cards, everybody. When you become homeless, you get one of these street cards. And then, then you can panhandle. Until then, I'm sorry. I can't give to you. Sorry. Street carts. <laughs> you know what, dude? I did, I did give in. I did give in. I saw, oh, you know what? I'll take it back. This, okay, so this guy saw... That's what I was going to say. This guy saw standing in the corner in that spot that everyone stands. He had on his hoodie over his head because it was a hot day. And he had a bunch of fucking sunscreen on his face. Now that right there shows me that this guy got prepared. Like, where is he getting sunscreen from?
1: Oh my god, James! Maybe someone felt sorry for this guy. And they said, here buddy, have some sunscreen and wipe it all over your face. Wipe that cream all over your
0: face. Relax, why do you gotta turn everything fucking gross? Yes, that's a possibility. Someone could have given him sunscreen. But I highly doubt it. Who does that? Hey buddy, you're homeless. How about some sunscreen? No, I don't buy it. It's possible, but not likely. Yeah, this guy, like he made his face all pasty white. You know, you've seen it before. So uh, with that dude, I didn't buy it. And his shoes look pretty fucking new. Now, yeah, I know he could have just lost his job. But uh, would he be homeless immediately if he lost his job? Could have stole those shoes, I guess. You know, there's a thousand fucking reasons. But I don't trust them. Not until I see some verification from their street card. I'm not giving them anything. Except this, I was going to tell you, this lady, she fucking got me. Oh, she got me good. We went to the Denny's after uh my kid's soccer game the other day. It was early. He had an early fucking, he had an 8 o'clock game. Ugh. Torture. On a Saturday morning, everybody. Okay, so put that together. Friday nights, I'm like, finally, out. Right. you know, Friday nights is like, I get to sleep in. Not this time, everybody. You got soccer in the morning. There's like five fucking games in the next coming months that are at eight in the morning. Ah! Uh. <laughs> anyway. Bitching, bitching, and moaning. So we go to the Denny's and we eat. We all stuffed our bellies. We're going back to the parking lot and there's a sweet old Mexican lady. She comes up.
1: I'm like, uh...
0: Oh, Sorry, no habla Espanol. Ah. Um... Uh, how do you say please? She said, I, I know she said please, but she's like,
1: um, dinero por comida, por
0: favor. Something like that. All sweet and fucking old. Looked kind of, you know, frail looking. I was like, oh, man. So I pulled my wallet out, and then I realized, fuck, I got rid of all my ones, and all I had was one single five in there. I was like, God. I was like, well, fuck, I already pulled my wallet out. And she's like, look, she, there's a hope in her eyes. Like, I can't say, oh, no, sorry. <laughs> I don't have anything after all. So I gave her a five. And afterwards, I think, you know, she said,
1: oh, gracias. I, um, adios mio. Whatever she said. <laughs>
0: and I did feel good, but I was like, damn, that's a lot of money, $5. Oh,
1: my God, you cheap son of a bitch.
0: Hey, I don't have a lot of money. You might think I do because I'm some kind of fancy podcaster with two podcasts. Sticks and Stones podcast, by the way. Find that on iTunes and uh, sticksandstonespodcast.com. Because I have two podcasts. I, I'm some high roller, but I'm not. I'm struggling just like everybody else. So you have $5. The old lady suckered me out of. <laughs> uh, whatever. What are you going to do? Hopefully, I hope the little Mexican lady out went and got herself some a couple, you know, uh, Garnier's out the tacos or something. The tacos stand close by. That's why I'm saying that. Not, not because I'm a stereotyping, but because the tacos stand nearby. by. You can get a couple tacos for a couple bucks. Maybe maybe she went and spent my $5 on some, uh, some tacos. Or maybe she wouldn't got a cheap bottle of tequila. Drunk old whore. I'm gonna go with the tacos. It'll make me feel better. (laughs) All right, everybody. Now let's move on to a little something called Stallone Stands (laughs) Alone.
2: And now it's time for Stallone Stands Alone. Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor. Some would even argue the greatest actor to ever grace the screen one might wonder if Sylvester Stallone was cast in a movie as opposed to the actor that was actually in the movie would it have been better today we find out the answer to that very question when we place Sylvester Stallone in Pee-wee's big adventure playing Mark Holton's character a Francis and here it goes
0: Hey, you're like, shut up, Pee-wee.
1: Why don't you make me?
0: Hey, you're like you make me.
1: Because I don't make monkeys; I just train them.
3: Hey, you're like Pee-wee, listen to reason.
0: Hey, you're like Pee-wee, shh. I'm listening to reason. Hey, you're like Pee-wee, that's my name. Don't wear it out. Hey, like remember the first time I saw your bike? You came riding past my house, and I came running out to tell you like how much I liked it even way back then, you know?
2: I love that story. <laughs> Ella, you will be sorry, Pee-wee Herman. You know? I, for one, think it's abundantly clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the character of Francis. But alas, it was not meant to be. Thank you for joining us. This has been another edition of Stallone Stands
1: Alone.
0: All right. Okay, let's start uh, wrapping this one up, everybody, with uh, a segment that I like to call It's beautiful. 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 It's wonderful. Wonderful. It's. I fancy that. Fancy. 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 Fancy times, everybody. First and foremost, I fancy. Uh oh, football's coming back, baby dolls. Football's almost here, and guess what that means? It
2: means the triumphant return of the Fantasy Football League, known none other than. The League of
0: Shadows.
2: Yeah!
0: (laughs) That's right. My fantasy football league. I am the commissioner. Commissioner Gordon, if you will. (laughs) No. Uh, The League of Shadows is a play on Batman, and it is because it's a league. Fantasy football league. The League of Shadows. (laughs) Do you get it, everybody? because it's a fantasy football league and this is called the league of shadows like you know that secret batman ninja league shadows so you get it as starting up everybody it started off with uh only like six or seven people and i put an ad out on the facebook and said hey we need we need some more people to get on this thing and uh we're up to prat- we're at the 12 now we got a a, a, lo- a solid locked in 12 game, 12 player game. Wow. Taking the nation by storm. Fantasy football. The League of Shadows. And my team name this year, subject to change, but probably not. It's called the Dirty Bat Holes. That's right. It's got a photo of Batman making this weird face. The Dirty Bat Holes, everybody. The Dirty Bat Holes. <laughs> so, fantasy football starting back up. I fancy that. Next up, oh, the real one, the real juicy one this week. I fancy, like I said, my son had a soccer game early in the morning, the wee hours of the morning on Saturday. Now, this was my son's first ever game, his first ever season in soccer, so I had no idea how it would go. Now, let me tell you something. I know you've all heard proud fathers or mothers, you know, just vomiting praise about their kids, but let me fucking lay it on you guys. I don't know if it was a fluke, because it was his first time. I have no idea if the team was just shitty. I mean, they're all little kids. They're all five. Five and six or some shit. So, who knows? Four, five, and six maybe? I don't know. They're all probably about the same. But my boy, little Jacob, fucking murdered it. Murdered it! He was a natural dude. This kid was hands down the best player on the field. I'm not fucking joking. I'm not exaggerating. And, you know, fine. If he wasn't, okay, whatever. My daughter, to be honest, is not that great at this game. It's not a thing. (laughs) But, you know, you still support her, still take her, still do the whole thing. But uh, seeing that my son was like a fucking maniac on that field, he was not holding back. The, The thing I loved most about him, though, not because he scored three goals, by the way. <laughs> him and some other kid. Two, uh, him and one of the kids scored all the goals. The other kid scored three goals, too. He helped the kid score the, one of the goals. So it could have been four. But I'll settle for three. That's fine. I'll settle for a hat trick on his first game ever. <laughs> the thing I most loved about this kid is he did not fucking give up. He was, like I said, a complete savage on that field he would run with the ball, like try to score or whatever if he, if he got the, the, the ball blocked and it went back down the field. He would run to the other side of the fucking field and get the ball back. Now, my son is not a skinny, you know, he's full. He's not fat, but he's, he's a solid kid. And I was just like, there's no way this kid can keep it up this whole game. And he fucking did. He kept it up. He just kept going. He would not quit. The heart this kid had Oh, my God. And he kept looking over at me to make sure, like, oh, you know, looking for, uh, for some validation. Like, oh, did I do good? And I kept throwing my hands up, like, high, f- or, you know, uh, thumbs up, clapping, like, yeah, supporting him. And, uh, and at one point, he actually was running with the ball. And him and some kids, they were, uh, they were kicking, fucking fighting for this thing. And his feet got wrapped up. And he fell. And he fell right on his back. And right away, he looks at me. And I, I've said it before on the show. If you've got little kids, everybody. You cannot baby them when they fall. Like, oh my God, are you okay? You can't do it, or else they will start crying. <laughs> I don't really think he would have cried, but he looked right at me to see what I would do or what I would say. And I'm like, "Get up, get up!" And boom, gets right up, chases the fucking ball down again, steals it. Fucking incredible, dude! It it was nuts. David Beckham, who? Cristiano Ronaldo, who? <laughs> all I know are the cute soccer boys' names because I got uh, my sister-in-law is all about those guys. <laughs> I don't know shit about soccer, but, uh, God damn, dude, this kid really fucking, I know I'm going on and on about it. Cause, uh, the thing is, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, your son being a soccer star <laughs> or, or uh, any kind of excelling at any kind of sport. I don't know. I'm jumping ahead because it's only been one game, but still it's my show. damn it. <laughs> the high that it gives you as a parent. I couldn't fucking believe like the whole day I was like on this high, like, damn it, I just proud as fuck and uh I'm, I feel like a scumbag in a sense cause like oh what if he didn't do good you wouldn't be proud of him no I wouldn't
1: <laughs>
0: dude it feels great to have your son be the fucking badass on the field you know and the great uh, one of the other greatest things was all the other guys were like cheering him on it's like hell yeah and then uh this one guy tells his son, like during one of the the uh, water breaks, my son has these bright orange shoes, the cleats, and he and he tells his son, "Hey, you got you got to help out." He's like the, the the kid in the in the orange cleats is doing everything out there. You got to step up. And I'm like, "Yes, oh yeah, I'm the best father." No, I'm just kidding. That's not what I'm taking. That's not what I want to instill in this. <laughs> it's nothing to do with me. Uh, I just fancy the fuck out of uh, my kid just. Given his fucking... Leaving it all out there. It's blood, sweat, and tears out in that field. Fucking insane. Oh, man. It's making this shit more exciting. I'm giving up on my daughter's games. I'm really going to focus on his games. <laughs> so, uh, my little boy Jacob, the Destroyer.
1: I fancy that.
2: All right. And now, it's time for the darker side of life. That's right.
1: It's time for the legendary fuck you moment in here. We
0: go. Fuck you. Oh yeah. All right. Two fuck yous this week. First, this was a little bit of weak. Sorry. I might have even brought this up before on our past show, but it's it's come up again this week and it really it really irritates me, everybody. Fuck you to these guys that can't talk to their women. What is up with you guys? I've hear like advice segments of different shows and they go like, how do I tell my how do I tell my wife that uh this and this and that? How do I tell my girlfriend this and this and that? And it's not even that big of a deal. It's not like how do I tell her I cheated on her? It's just shit like, how do I tell her that uh, you know, let's see, what's one that I've heard? Uh, how do I tell her that I don't want to eat the certain food anymore because I don't like the way it tastes? It's like, really? You fucking pussy? What ha I mean, am I just, am I one of the exceptions to the rule here or uh, to the population? My wife and I have such an open relationship.
1: Oh my God, James, I want him. No, not like that.
0: No, and you wouldn't be my choice anyway.
1: But you're you would choose, James?
0: I mean, if it had to come down to it, maybe.
1: Like who, James? Who would you pick to join you and your wife, James? Maybe like Tom Selleck.
0: No, not Tom Selleck. What's? Why would you? Why would you go there?
1: Because I like Tom Selleck, James. He's a really handsome man. Probably the best looking man ever, James.
0: All right, yeah, we've got into this before. Let's see. If I had to pick a woman to get involved with my wife and I, hmm, hmm, I would clone my wife so that I'd have two of her all to myself.
1: James, what a cop out answer, you giant pussy!
0: <laughs> you know what that one was for? That one was just in case she ever listens to one of these shows, which she doesn't. But if she ever happened to, that's one for you, baby. Oh yeah, take that and run with it, because you only get that one. <laughs> You're welcome. Nah, so uh, what the hell was I talking about? Uh, what the hell was I talking about? Oh yeah, these guys that can't talk to their women, dude. If something was, and uh, yeah, call me an asshole if you want. That's because you're a giant pussy. If I tell my wife exactly how I feel, all right, I don't dance around shit. I don't get nervous like, oh, how am I gonna tell her? I just straight up fucking say it. If you, if you didn't really uh notice, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of straightforward. I don't, I don't like that shit. Oh, I don't want to hurt her feelings. Look, you don't have to hurt her feelings. Just be fucking honest. And uh yeah, I, I know. It can also hurt her feelings. Just because you're honest about something doesn't mean they're not going to get offended. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to establish this in the beginning. You can't be some fucking pussy, all right? You got to just say how it is. You can't be afraid of your woman. Oh, I don't want to say anything. She's going to get mad at me. She won't talk to me. I think they actually respect you for that too, standing up to them. Not even—it's not even about that. It's just saying what you want to fucking say. Just say it. How do I say it without her getting hurt? It's fucking simple, dude. No matter what it is, look, I want to be honest with you about something. You know, I'm not trying to be mean, but this is how it is. This is what I feel. I don't care for that spaghetti dish you make. I just don't like it. You know, uh, it doesn't taste good. It tastes like shit. When I eat some food, I want it to be fucking good. Not like shit, like what you're making. No. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Hey, look, I'm going to be honest. You know, I don't, I don't care for that dish you make. You don't have to be a dickhead about it. If she gets mad, fuck it. Let her get mad. Let her piss and moan and be all like, oh, I can't believe you said it to me. Well, I mean, that's how I feel. It's the truth. It's not mean. I'm just telling you what's going on. Hey, you know what? Uh, you, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to sound mean. I'm not trying to attack you, but uh, that, uh, that deodorant you wear, it's not really working. You're kind of ripe. <laughs> Here's the great thing about having a personality like, like mine, where you joke around a lot. You can pretty much say anything you want, and people don't know if you're joking or not. And at, you know, at this point, it doesn't even fucking matter if you're not joking or not. Because they'll take what you're saying, and it's like, well, fuck, there it is. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Be like me, everybody. <laughs> that's the answer. <laughs> no, just just talk to your women. Talk, they should be... Okay, they want equal rights, right? And all that nonsense. No. <laughs> dude, these, are, these are your women, dude. Just talk to them. Don't be afraid. Communication, they say, is the number one problem for how, why shit goes down. I'm talking about uh, relationships ending. Communicate! They're going to get mad at you probably. Because my Lord knows my wife gets mad at me all the time for shit that I say. <laughs> but uh, you'll have a healthier, stronger relationship. Or it'll end. What the fuck? And then you can uh, start with a new one and just tell like it is. <laughs> I don't know. Just stop being pussies, everybody. Come on, guys out there. Ugh. Alright, fuck you! Our right, next one. Oh boy, this one's really been, really been getting to me. So you know what? This day and age is the offended age. Oh my god, I'm offended! Apologize to me! Fire that man for what he said! Fire that person for what they did! I don't like the way you believe! Yeah, all that shit. Everyone's offended about every fucking thing. So, fine. Great. Watch your mouth. But what, uh... It's, it's unfortunate the way it is, but I mean, that's just the way it fucking is right now. Hopefully it'll end. But what is really going getting me uh, going is people looking up shit from the past. Oh, look what he said five years ago. Oh, I demand an apology. <laughs> Stupid. There's this one story. This dude, Chris Carter, is this football player. I think like a, I know, a year or two ago or years ago, I don't fucking know. I'm bad at recycling information correctly and accurately. This guy said something like, you know, always have in your little entourage or your little clique, always have a fall guy that you can, that someone will get arrested for you <laughs> because you're a football player, all right? And you're you're actually, you're on your own business. Your name is your business and you can't compromise that. So if you're going to do stupid shit, make sure you have some other dickhead that's willing to take the rap for you. All right? That's what he said. And, and uh, someone goes, Oh my God, I'm so offended by that comment made over a year ago. I demand him apologize. And you know, of course, the guy doesn't want to lose his job for the NFL. Oh, you know what I said? I apologize for what I said. You know, uh, that's, that serves uh, bad. It's bad information for uh, young kids. You should all be accountable for your actions. <laughs> Pay me some more. I'm sorry. Don't fire me. You know how it goes. But it's like, you know, going back in the past. If, if that was the case, everybody in life, in everyone you know, you'll find something to get them in trouble. Stop that shit. All of you guys, stop. Just more, more pussies, man. Just the pussification of America, man purification of america brother you're right man they were all right back in the past man they're taking our rights away from us man why can't we have why can't we be free to say what we want man we're taking steps backwards man not forward why can't we just all Get along and say what we want to each other, like on uh, the Danger Hour or Sticks and Stones podcast, man. It's like a free format to say what you feel, man. That's right, the Danger Hour and Sticks and Stones podcast. They have no barriers. There are no limits. We offend everybody and everything, and we don't fucking care about it because it's not from a mean place. It's from a place of comedy. We don't like to censor ourselves. We don't believe in that shit. You know, we... uh, we believe in the old method of uh, insult everybody, let the chips fall where they may, and look at some boobish. <laughs> now anyway, yeah, all you pussies out there, all of you, and I'm talking about the ones that can't talk to the women and the ones, man, that don't, they don't—they took away our fucking freedoms, man. You're going to the past and busting people from the past. What is this fucking, uh, some kind of uh time travel movie where you go into the past and uh, that's stupid. It's like the opposite of Minority Report. We're going to get you for stuff you did do. Now you're going to get busted. Anyway, all right. Oh, Christ. All of you pussies. uh, Fuck you! Fuck you! All right. That that one really fell apart at the end there. Well, I think the whole thing was kind of (laughs) bad. That's what you get. That's what I get for not really having anything prepared for my fucking moment. You know what? I've just been... uh, Lots of nice things have been happening to me. That's all. I don't really get angry too much. Well, they do, but uh hasn't been things really important <laughs> or worth screaming about. So, you know, I'm sorry. I've been dropping the ball.
1: Don't be sorry, James. You provide some free entertainment for these assholes. You don't know them anything.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, fuck you guys. I don't know you shit. Please don't stop listening. <laughs> Please love me. <laughs> All right, that's it, everybody. I'm done for this week. It's been fantastic. Somewhat. Uh, honestly, Get on the Sticks and Stones podcast over there everybody. Sticks and Stones podcast, that's a, a show I do with uh, Lido and Peterson. Son,
1: son, son.
0: And every show, God makes an appearance at the end to give somebody advice. And hey, how about you give me some help? And uh, help me help you. Actually not, well not me. I mean, God will help you. <laughs> Send emails Sticks and stones podcast at yahoo.com. Get some advice from God. He can answer any question, any question you might have pertaining to anything in your life. All right. Just do that. Listen to that fucking show. A lot of fun. Me and those two homos. We do that show and uh, we have a blast together. And uh, yeah, the danger hour at yahoo.com. Have any questions for me? Huh? Or my little fruity pants co-host here. James.
1: Lito isn't here.
0: Yeah. Wasn't talking about Lito.
1: Oh, my God, James. <laughs> oh, that's it? I just like to be talked about, James. That's
0: all. Yeah, of course you do. Everybody does. All right, everybody. Uh, I'm done babbling. The danger hour at Yahoo.com. Hey, how about you send me a suicide soundtrack? It's been a while. Been a while. Since that's been a thing. A couple of people never fucking came through. The suicide soundtrack is uh, the perfect way you'd kill yourself. And which song you'd play while you did it. Be as goofy as you want to or as serious. I don't care. I'll be both of them. There's a fun little demented segment. Have fun with it. Have fun with it. Or be serious. How would you kill yourself? Have you thought about this? Some people can't do it. There's too much of more pussies. You know, they can't talk about how they end their own lives. (laughs) And what kick-ass song you'd play while you did it. So, uh, hey, how about you send me that email? The danger hour at Yahoo.com. I'm done panhandling like those poor defenses homeless people. So uh, show me your street cards everybody. And uh, I'll leave you with the same fantastic advice I leave you with every week and that's simply <laughs> stay dangerous my friends. <laughs> Later.